and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. I'm so excited for today because today I'm going to talk about something that is very deeply to my heart and it's about female sexuality and I have the great pleasure to be together with another Swiss female um, who is also interested in this topic for many years and um, it's Alexandra Haas and she's the founder of Special Moments and will talk to with me and discuss the role of female pleasure, seduction, power and sexual freedom. So I will give the word now to Alexandra to briefly introduce herself. And um, first of all, I want to thank her for, for thank you for your time. <laughs> Hello, miteinander. And thank you for having me, actually, so much. Thank you. Happy to be here. So, yeah, maybe you can share for the audience a little bit about your journey and um, who you are. Um, yes, of course, of course. Uh, so I'm Swiss and... Um, I've always lived in the German-speaking part of Switzerland, so I'm a bit self-conscious about my English, but you just tell me if I say something weird, please. You could no. say, <laughs> just let me know, just let me know, I'll just plow on. <laughs> you could say that there were always kinds of two passions in my life. So one is communication and the other is sex. <laughs> <laughs> and um, after, after getting my degree in English and German at the University of Zurich, I started working at a, as a communications specialist. So that was my first job, if you want. And in 2005, I founded Special Moments, my, my company. And one year later, I opened my little sex shop in the heart of Zurich. But... Yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. And um, I've always pursued both passions. So in short, I guess you could say I'm, I'm a linguist with a sex shop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, the story has taken uh, quite a turn after 16 years. Um, I had to close my shop um, so two years ago because they threw us out. So right now I'm doing online, everything mm -hmm. online regarding the shop but when I do consultations with people um, because of corona I go for walks with them so Wonderful. I've developed other you know formats to to be able to to keep working and it's been exciting but it's quite different now of course I'm a bit curious because I'm also doing walk and talk therapy with my patients I love it um how is it with and then people are like, oh, how about the confidentiality and people sharing personal things? I'm like, actually, they share more when we are walking than when we're sitting in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've, you know, it's weird when we talk, we talk about sex most of the time. And, and in the beginning, let's say the first five minutes or so, mm -hmm. people are self-conscious and they look around. Is somebody listening? Mm -hmm. And you know what? Nobody is listening. Nobody cares, really. You just... Oh. They, they are in their own story and in their own world and mostly people don't really bother um, listening in on other conversations if you just behave normally, of yeah. course. And honestly, sometimes I even take toys on the walk. So mm -hmm. we, we sit on a bench or, or, or somewhere nice 
and we look at toys and it's really no problem at all. People don't, I don't know whether it's a Zurich thing or a Swiss thing, but people don't care so much what you do. They just do their own thing and it's fine. It's totally relaxing. And I found that I actually like it quite a lot to walk because I have the feeling mm -hmm. that when you're in motion, you're discussing things in a different way Absolutely. and it's yeah I think it's great so it's cool so you're doing the same thing yeah I'm doing the same <laughs> I nice. just had a patient just before we talked and I was walking we do walk and talk so I actually started this um two years or three years ago and and um then I haven't been doing it that much and Obviously, also a bit with this, like, oh, is this really proper therapy? Is it really okay to do that? But hey, it's actually better for many times because you combine both mind and body in in one. And and since your emotion, I think for people, it's sometimes easier to talk yeah. about uh, yeah. topics that are kind of uh, emotionally charged. Yeah, I totally agree. And it helps. The moving helps and being outside helps. It sort of freshens up everything mm -hmm. and your mind is clearer. I, I like it a lot. And, you know, it's one of those things that for me, I had to find a solution. And um, the solution actually turns out better than the original is how things go sometimes when, when changes happen, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to try. I think that's what what I I, I like with, about about our our sort of um, work now together too. We, we we just try it out and 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 do it instead of waiting or or not daring to. You have to try and trial and error and see if it works. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. No. And it's all about just being. I don't know. Taking the courage and trying it. I mean, yeah. what can possibly go wrong, really? <laughs> Exactly. It's, exactly. it's 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 an adventure it's an adventure yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but um what i thought would be sort of a nice uh, entry into our topic which is uh, female sexuality is instead of um both of us being swiss right from from the from zurich and and um in a country where Mother's Day is cherished a lot. And I was actually talking to uh, my Swedish Chinese husband who was like, well, in Sweden, we don't, we, it's not that big of a deal. And I was like reflecting on why it is such a big deal here. And I guess because women are stay at home mothers, then the, the, the Mother's Day is obviously more important because that's the role, right? You have in society and they're like, how that role impacts our female sexuality, I thought would be an interesting way to enter our conversation. So I'm curious what, what your thoughts around that are. Mm -hmm. I hope it's not all that bad, you know, in Switzerland, but I, I agree that women are definitely still not where they're supposed to be regarding their role in society. I totally agree on that. And especially if you consider what I would say is women's sort of magical ability to create life. Mm -hmm. So I kind of see the Mother's Day thing. But when it comes to sex, I think people have no idea 
how much potential women actually have, not mm -hmm. even women themselves. Mm -hmm. they, they actually spend a lot of energy and time to dim or even bury their erotic potential very often. Yeah. And they do this for several reasons. Sometimes they do not want to jeopardize their relationship with a man. They make themselves appear smaller, less threatening, or they do not want to be judged by others, men and sadly women too. Women who openly live their sexuality as they see fit are often ridiculed. You know, sometimes they're outed in social media and things like that. And so, yes, I mean, I believe society still impacts women's way of living their sexuality to a large degree, but mm -hmm. I, I know I'm Swiss, but I'm honestly not sure whether celebrating Mother's Day one day of the year is helping to improve the situation, but um, you uh, know, if yeah. people enjoy the celebration, it's all fine. Yeah, I thought it more in a more traditional way that it's, it's not really celebrating the female feminine energy of, of uh, and also the sexuality but rather the sort of the gender norms that are existing here like the, the sort of classical women women's role where you're the submissive one and you're not really having having your own sort of life um, outside of home yeah I mean that's probably I mean my mother she doesn't want to celebrate it at all so we oh, don't <laughs> No, she, she thinks it's weird and she thinks she gets a lot of appreciate, appreciation throughout the year. So she doesn't really care about this yeah. one day. She doesn't like it if you bring flowers or something like that. So she thinks it's weird. <laughs> and that's fine. So we're in my family at least, we're totally relaxed. Yeah. This topic. Yeah. 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 That might also share show like a, a more um sort of open-minded, uh, different uh, approach to, to, to family life when you, when you don't have to feel uh, this urge of celebrating Mother's Day so much. You have another <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Of, uh, the the family, family one as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. For me, it's just normal not to do it. So I can't really say, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, when, what you said before, which I thought was very interesting, is this sort of women are not allowed to show or they don't feel entitled to express their sexuality because of different reasons. And one of them being also maybe they're afraid of what their aggression and, and seduction and power would mean for for their surrounding right mm -hmm. yeah especially as you know a, a woman who actually lives her erotic power is is really really strong and um it, it you need a counterpart that is equally strong yeah. because otherwise it, it gets weird, you know, sort of the other way around. Yeah. And I'm not sure, especially when, when, when we talk about men nowadays, many of them have not found their real, you know, expression sexually either. They're having trouble finding themselves in this regard big time. So mm -hmm. I sometimes have the, the, the feeling. 
And so finding someone who has the inner size sort of to match this mm-hmm. power is not, not so easy. And for women being socialized, you know, to fit in, to be nice and, and all those things that we know is sometimes probably telling them not to be too demanding and not mm-hmm. to be um, too forward about these yeah. things. And it's so easy to hide it, you know. Exactly. It's much easier, the much the the, the way that's easier to go sometimes. But yeah. it is sad because you so lose sad. all this energy and power. Yeah. And I think what you said about this, um, I think is so interesting and so important is this there there needs to be the seduction, the tension, right? And if if the woman is too dominant, then uh, and the, the guy is not as is not able to to reach that dominance or being even more dominant in I mean in in the sexual relationship you can have the role reversal and ter- shift roles that doesn't matter but it needs to have a certain hierarchy in order to create this 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 seduction and tension and if if the guy feels overwhelmed by the woman's um, sexual uh, energy then then having like this sort of um bad self-conscious and sort of feeling sort of a lower self-esteem because of that and then the entire tension is gone right so so i think as you said like somebody who needs to be very um strong and in and sort of self-confident as a guy too in order to meet a strong woman is is a very important well I guess when you talk about seduction, it's, um, I don't think it's a gender thing. It's more like a game maybe because yeah. For yeah, me, yeah. seduction, yeah, seduction is one side of the coin and the other side will be, I don't know how to call it, maybe surrender, hingo, yeah. I'm yeah, not sure, abandonment, yeah. surrender, yeah. because the I think both is very important and it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter who is taking which side of the coin sort exactly. of because, exactly yeah. I mean the the power to seduce someone is really nice you know if you're so sure of yourself and your sexuality that you can play with it that's really nice but at, on the other hand it's really cool to let yourself go completely Mm. until you have I don't know you have the feeling that you dissolve without losing yourself or something like that yeah so if you if you know your boundaries you will never fear to let go because you know that nobody can threaten you in in your core so to say Mm -hmm. so if you can play with both I think that's where it gets exciting with with sex you know when you don't have fixed roles but you have two people who can be flexible to experience a flow or even this, this feeling of dissolving, but at the same mm-hmm. time, they their self remains solid. So nobody feels threatened. I think that's when you enter a, a different space with sex and you have this, it doesn't really matter anymore who is the man and who is the woman, exactly. but, but it's both are in their power and energy mm-hmm. and that's probably the most beautiful thing ever i guess yeah but i think in order to get there you need to be sort of comfortable with with your so, sort of fluidity in terms of 
not always needing to be the dominant because you're like a feminist, you need to be the dominant, uh, but also be be able to surrender. Otherwise, oh, I, yeah. yeah. I've always found that when you're really strong, you can surrender without problem. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, when, I, I mean, the the stronger you are, the more you can let go because you're not afraid. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's when it gets really exciting. I mean, can you imagine this the erotic power it has when you realize somebody is surrendering to passion? <laughs> it's such an aphrodisiac. It's it's, yeah. it's very, very, very powerful and nice to, to so live nice. it, to enjoy it, to you know, experience that. And um, yeah. And of course, seducing is also you know nice and 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 powerful but it's the game it's the play mm -hmm. yeah, it's being the playful that makes it interesting mm -hmm. yeah but yeah. i think a lot of times the um what i see in in, in my practice when i talk to to um people it, women most of the times it's the sort of the the lack of them being seduced right so there's like the demand of of their partner to have sex but that's just for his pleasure and relieving his tension and his needs, but not, but not really talking about what the women need in order to to have a good, um, really good sexual life. Oh, you mean the one of them wants to be seduced, but they they only get like the the basics sort of yeah, penetration. Yeah, they just and... get the penetration. <laughs> okay. That because he wants the penetrative sex and women it's it's so many times i've heard this that the women are not interested in having sex because they don't get their time for themselves uh they have zero free time family kids work and and then the guy wants sex but and i'm always saying like well in order for him to get his pleasure he should he should first you know give the pleasure to you seduce you and do an effort because um you know it's a bit more complicated with women than it is with men to to uh, to get get uh, going and i think um there a lot of times the women don't feel entitled to demand this mm -hmm. oh that's interesting because i i've seen the other side quite often as well that women want it more sex and the guys didn't have the energy or didn't want to have sex mm -hmm. um, I, it's just I guess women don't usually talk about this because it may look like they're whores basically or yeah. something like that yeah and um, I, I just know for sure that in all relationships literally in all relationships you never find two people who have an equal amount of desire yeah. there is always a difference so one one person will always want more and one person wants less and it's a matter of dealing with it because mm. I, i'm not sure why people think that it should be equal yeah. or everybody is different anyway yeah and of course you know it's, it's always difficult um because what what's more important i think both urges are equally important so the person who is 
um, desperate to have intimacy and sex and all that. This is equally important as the person who says, hey, you know, I want my own space. And often mm -hmm. I feel that the quality of the sex is, is a big player in this. If you yeah. don't get the quality you want, then you'd rather not have any at all, yeah. Yeah. which I can completely understand. But sometimes I think it's a matter of when you are in a long-term relationship, it's different. You know, I think if you have a one-night stand with someone, it's absolutely <laughs> a no-go, you know, to not get um, what you want because that's mm. the only point where you're having sex with mm -hmm. this person and you're probably mm -hmm. never going to see them again. So you might enjoy it, right? You might want to get most out of it. But if you're in a long-term relationship, I find that it's uh, both, both probably have to make um compromises yeah. sometimes and yeah. i don't think it's a bad thing either mm -mm. so it's it's totally fine for someone to say hey i i've had such a full day today i'm too tired i just want to cuddle or i don't want to touch at all it's also fine mm -hmm. but on the other hand sometimes i think it can be a gift to to have sex even yeah. if you're not like totally into yeah. it right now yeah and that's a matter of for both you know to decide for me it's like maybe a gift to the other person more in that sense either to give them their space as a gift or give them mm -hmm. intimacy and and sex as a gift and i don't i don't think it's a problem but i'm aware of the fact that this is a very ooh, it's a very problematic topic because people get extremely emotional about this and um about giving yeah. a gift to the other partner Or... Yeah, totally, totally. You know, you're 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 getting very close to topics like what you want me to open my legs for him, even though I don't feel like it. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about giving a gift, which is something you do willingly, right? Yeah, because it's because it's your partner, because it's important, and because you know it's important to him and if you haven't had sex for half a year or a year I think it's totally fine to give him a gift of intimacy Absolutely. if if of course you are fine with it not against your will of course not but it's a difficult topic to to talk about with couples because mm -hmm. emotions go haywire sometimes and gets very intense but that's it's good it's a good thing then they start talking and absolutely and i think what is actually interesting is also that it's um because we always think in this means or we always i think it's a lot of times we think in this mainstream that that men need to have their penetrative sex in order to feel fulfilled with their sexual sort of um, life but it's not necessarily the case that, that that's, this, that's the thing, but that men actually can feel very um, big pleasure of giving the women an orgasm and not having themselves necessarily penetrative sex, but actually this, this sort of, when they actually do give the woman what, she wants that it can be very very rewarding for them as well yeah i mean there are so many ways you can have sex right well uh, even the discussion when does sex start or wh mm -hmm. what is sex and what isn't is a very long discussion and 
I mean, you could even argue that not even talking about penetration, but talking about orgasm. Do you really need one? Why do we always need a goal when we have sex? Mm -hmm. How about not having a goal and just explore, you know, and things like that. So when you look at different ways of having sex, for instance, uh, Tantra or BDSM, then you go different ways and people experience that there's like other ways of having sex and they find this extremely rewarding and 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 beautiful to experience something different because i think a lot of people simply don't know about all the varieties there mm -hmm. are and what is out there to explore and experience and so they stay within the limits of what mm -hmm. they know and that's if uh, for most people it's penetration so yeah. that's the sad thing about it it doesn't have to be and i mean penetration not to get me wrong penetration can be great <laughs> you know um, it can be super duper magnificent sex with penetration but it's sometimes Much not more really than the that. Yeah. yeah yeah and and also to be honest um the men who know how to move their hips in a way that penetration becomes something exciting is also it's rare <laughs> um, it's rare and and you have to educate them about this too because they don't yeah. even know you know for a man he gets a lot out of penetration because it's yeah. very similar to masturbation for him yeah. because yeah. it's a, a similar movement and it's what the penis knows very well so it's like up and down basically you know in and out up and down mm -hmm. this kind of movement the penis knows this and he's excited and he likes it but for the woman, it's not so exciting, mostly if it's just yeah. straight in and out. But to have your hips move and have these different angles and stuff, many men don't know how to do this. Yeah. And it would make penetrative sex much more exciting if they did. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. also different poses. You don't need to be in the same sort of pose all the time, even when you have penetrative sex. I mean... I don't know what what your opinion is about this 50 grades of, sh of 50 shades of gray. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I was like that that movie was just oh I was so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that was weird. The yeah. hype it created was weird. Yeah. Oh terrible. So you're saying you didn't like the movie? Oh, I hated it. And I talked to my mom <laughs> about it, and she was like, I my friend gave me the book. I was so frustrated. I actually never throw away a book, but this time I threw away the book. I was like, oh, that's cool. She's actually really um, in a very uh, strong woman that she can, she, she really, that she really got her going, right? So I thought that was very interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah honestly, I mean, I read in English and that was a little bit better, but I was unable oh. to read the German translation the because I cracked up <laughs> all the time. It was so bad. The translation so was bad. So, bad. so bad. Yeah, but what fascinated me was this topic. I, I remember this very well. That was crazy. When the first movie came out, mm -hmm. uh, it was really funny because I was invited by um, the Swiss uh, uh, radio station to, to join them the preview 
you know, mm-hmm. and it was like you had to sign a form that you're not telling anyone what you saw and things like really? that. And yeah, and and it was kind of embarrassing because I was sitting in this movie theater with with tons of journalists, and I knew the two that that were with me. I knew them, and I was the only person in the in the theater. I took out paper and a, and a pen. And they're all like, what the hell do you think you're doing? I'm like, well, I want to see what toys they're using. <laughs> see, you know, what they're using in the movie because I'm going gonna, gonna to put them in my, in my shop. At the front shop. So you can see them. And, and they're like, what? For them, it was like they didn't take this seriously at all. And for me, it was like, of course, I want to see what they're using. And, and I was really interested in seeing how they, how they made the movie. And I mean, it was really boring. <clears throat> and, so um, boring. I mean, I mean, the sex scenes were the most boring ever. And the, fun, the interesting thing was I've seen um, this movie um, by Al, um, by Almodovar before, um, The Skin I Live In. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Oh, I, was so, have I, I thought you'd take another movie. one. Uh-huh. My God, it's the most it's the most erotic movie I've seen. It's a, it's a, it's like a, um, it's a crazy movie. It's, it's really a, a, a horror movie, but it's so, oh. so good. It's really, I'm, I don't like horror movies, but you need a, that part, that part is not really the, 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 you can even scroll forward, but the, the movie part that is so, sexually incredible is is this this um play between antonio banderas who is very very masculine very very um potent right and then it's penelope cruz who is also mm, the usual yep. woman and she, the entire movie she's wearing this skin colored tightest ever bodysuit all over her body mm-hmm. in, in in skin tone and that's what she's wearing and, mm-hmm. and they have this 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 relationship then and it's so oh my gosh in and, and it's all about about the skin and the touch and that there is there's not that many actual penetrative sex scenes i think there's only one or something in in the end but this this the whole sort of tension between the two of them and this it's just incredible sounds more like more sensuality and stuff happening yeah. and yeah 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 that makes sense i, I think there's a lot of <laughs> Uh, better films than 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 Fifty Shades. I have yeah. to say though that the mere movement, if you want to call it that, opened up a lot of doors for people. So, yeah. I mean, I even used it. I don't remember which one it was, but I was celebrating my ten year anniversary. In you know, I opened, I, I founded my business on the fourteenth of February, so Valentine's. Oh, nice. Day. <laughs> I know it's a bit cheesy, but it just had it's to cool. be. Cool. I like it. Totally stressing everyone else, so we made the date. And um, so I, I actually bought a lot of movie th- tickets, and I had um, somebody doing bondage in a restaurant near the movie theater. And I yeah. asked them whether it's okay because I wasn't sure, you know, being Zurich and, and everything yeah, in Switzerland. Yeah. 
they were completely cool about it and it was people loved it a lot of people had never experienced anything like this like being you know bound by by ropes and and the guy I know does this he's extremely good at this and Mm -hmm. very very um how do you say awesome you know yeah he he takes care of the well-being of the person in his ropes Mm -hmm. sort of and that was great and then afterwards we Mm -hmm. saw the movie and it it was fine you know it's it's just like some fun fun evening I saw mm-hmm. the movie the same day, I remember, because I was single and I thought, what am I going to do on Valentine's Day? Yeah, I'm going to go and watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, so I was all by myself in the movie theater watching this movie. And I was like really expecting it to be really good, right? I was like excited. And I was wearing this red lipstick afterwards. To, wow. I, went to a, I went to a bar all by myself, which is in New York. And with my red lipstick on sitting in a bar um, afterwards because I was not really pleased about the movie because I felt it was not this um, feminine energy and and, and female sexuality that I was so much looking forward to, which I expected it to be, right? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was so funny. Look at this. Yeah, it was on the Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pro- probably different to see it in New York too. Different, yeah, uh, maybe they even cut out some of the scenes. Who knows, right? Yeah. I think the frenzy was a bit bigger in in America than it was here. If that's even possible here, it was bizarre. The, I mean, yeah. the, the the amount of attention it got. And... Yeah, yeah, no, it did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to say, just on behalf of BDSM, it's a really cool way to play, <laughs> and yeah. don't don't judge it on 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 the ground. That of movie, movies, no, so, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Like no, yeah. that's why I think that's why I was so frustrated because it was like, really, like no, this is not this is not the the way it's supposed to be. Like, yeah, so yeah, so I can I can highly recommend trying that out, but not trying to imitate the movie. The movie exactly, yeah. and that's yeah. actually a good link because I was wondering when you were sharing in the beginning, like that men when you meet couples or you meet you women themselves that they share that they have more desire for sex than their partners their male partners i'm wondering if if the the whole porn um industry has an impact on on how people's fantasy around sex is what is your opinion well porn is certainly not an inspiration Mm. if we're talking about the the usual normal average porn uh, and I have to say there is porn that is really good mm-hmm. you just have to look for it it's not yeah. so easy to find right. and there is even a porn film festival in Zurich once oh. a year by the way and they the group who, who who curates this is really really cool and they're looking all over the place for good porn uh, films and it's always nice to go and sort of broaden your horizon mm. I've seen really weird <laughs> movies uh, but it's 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 always fascinating you know seeing yeah. porn movies from japan or something like that it's oh, yeah. uh, always nice but porn in itself i i don't think it's a bad thing porn mm-hmm. but it just doesn't help you if you so let's say 
you want to better communicate during sex or you want to have new input regarding what you can do, then I think porn is not a good source. Yeah. It's yeah. usually rather boring. Mm. And it's sometimes you can find exactly the trigger you want, of course. But the problem with that is that you then go to this trigger every time. And if you have sex with somebody in flesh and blood, you will not get the same trigger so that's sometimes when it gets a bit problematic because then you think "Hmm, the the real life experience is not as good or why is it not happening you know the way it is usually when i watch porn and it can it can be a bit difficult um for relationships i don't mind at all let's say um if my partner watches porn or of course i have to watch porn sometimes to to find the good films you know Mm -hmm. but it's amazing Mm -hmm. the amount of bad films you're watching till you find a good one one. (laughs) yeah and uh, it's it's Mm -hmm. sometimes i think it's not really worth the time but porn is yeah i guess it's here and it's to stay you know and i I, it was funny you know when when this you porn channel started where people could put up their own videos i I was really excited because i thought cool i'm gonna i'm gonna have a look you know what Mm -hmm. people think is good porn and it will be different and it will be exciting to watch these films made by people you know and then i watched them and i was like oh they're, they're, they're trying to imitate oh. porn as they know it. So they're trying to imitate it as good as they can. But I was like, oh, that's also mm-hmm. rather boring. I was really, oh. really sad when, when my first experience with you porn was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had such high expectations. I am maybe like um, at the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I think maybe it's like, I think there's an interesting aspect there that it's why I was like about the inspiration. If you have a fantasy life and a sexual fantasy life that then is like sort of not met by the image you see because your imagination is greater than than the actual image somebody can show. Mm -hmm. Then it a disappointment for yeah, sure yeah yeah well it's also if a porn the, the the thing the other thing with porn is when you watch porn you are not with yourself yeah you're on the outside you're yeah. watching a film you're with the film and mm-hmm. if you want to learn about your body or if you want to have you know sometimes we teach people about orgasmic yoga so you mm-hmm. learn um to get your body you, you learn to get to know your body better by playing with yourself. So by masturbating and it's a regular thing. So there's like this 30 day program where you do this half an hour Ooh, every day. Really? And oh it's, yeah, it's, and the nice thing about it, it's all about feeling pleasure and being mm-hmm. nice to yourself. It's not about having or reaching an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And the only, we tell people, you know, you can try everything like dancing, um, masturbate with a vibrator, whatever, but don't watch porn for this yeah. exercise because mm-hmm. it will not teach you about your own body if yeah. you're watching porn. That's the only thing I tell people. I don't have anything against porn. And as I said, there is really cool porn around, even though you ever have to find it. But mm-hmm. 
when you try to learn about your body and your sexuality, it's not helping. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be very curious about the, the, the yoga. Um, so maybe you can share and I'll add the link to the podcast so people can have a look. Uh, a look at orgasmic yoga. Yeah. Is there a website <laughs> or something? Um, not look at the actual how you do it, but more is there a website to, to get more information about it? Or we, we put together a small brochure that you can order for free, but Ooh. it's really, sho it's wow. really short. Yeah. Um, and we, we were working together with a school who is, that is called Sexological Bodywork. They're okay. in Zurich. And they, yeah. they, there you can, for instance, uh, watch um, or you can buy videos on orgasmic yoga, but you can also join courses, but it's not for everyone. So you have to be aware of the fact that you will be masturbating together with other people. Which is for some people a bit weird, um, but they, they do a really good job at holding mm. the space, holding the energy and making it comfortable for people. And of course, orgasmic yoga, you can do it on your own. Um, and it's very, very good to, to have a diary, I feel, because... Mm -hmm. Sometimes you simply forget how it was in the beginning. You know, you progress. And I can promise you, if you do this 30 minutes every day for 30 days, a lot will happen. Mm -hmm. And when you go back to the beginning of your diary, you will realize how far you've gone. Cool. And it's an experience. I've never had anyone saying that it didn't do anything for them. It's just probably the matter of dedicating time to this topic every mm -hmm. single day yeah and it gives you it gives you a freedom because you have the freedom that you know I can try something wild today because I have another 30 minutes tomorrow right yeah so yeah, yeah. it's, it's it gives you a lot of space and you can right. you can explore and and for instance, masturbate in front of a mirror and watch what happens to your vulva and all these things. And, and it, it's just an exciting journey into oh. your own erotic self, so to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mm -hmm. think this could be something really, really powerful for women that are, are in this struggle in, instead of being in, feeling entitled for their female sexuality that it has to be always suppressed. Yeah, I mean, it always starts with yourself. Yeah. Of course, because I, I believe that you will have much better sex with other people if you have great sex with yourself first. It's like similar to, you know, playing an instrument yeah. and knowing how to play your instrument very well before you join a band or an orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's the same with sex. If you know what you like, if you know what turns you on, if you know what kind of touch you like or what you don't like, of course, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's so much easier because you're going to be much more relaxed knowing yeah. all this already when you get together with another person because this other person will also have desires and needs and it's much easier to tune into somebody else if you're certain about yourself. Exactly. I mean, imagine you have no idea how you're going to react. It makes you, it, it's getting really stressful. Mm -hmm. And then you have to tune into somebody else. And at the same time, you have to figure out everything about yourself. And mm -hmm. I don't recommend it. So if you really want 
a good experience, then it's much, much better to know yourself first. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a is a really, really good take home message for everyone, not only women, also men, um, to really be, be true to yourself and know yourself first in order to be able to provide the, the sort of sexual attention to, to the other person and also communicate what you want um, is very, is very important. In mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Is there any, any take home sort of things you would really highlight for people to, to consider. So the communication definitely is something, but um, is there something else you would, you would, um, you would want to share? For people to get started or? or yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's cool if you get educated. So a lot of people, they, they don't really go out there and look what, what there is. You know, there's mm -hmm. so many cool things you can experience. Mm -hmm. And there's so much good material. You just have to go for the good sources. I know there is mm -hmm. a lot of bad stuff <laughs> on the internet as well. But And then what I, I'd love is for people to share more, you know, mm -hmm. to share your experiences and also learn from others. Yeah, I, I think it's really sad that people talk about restaurants and stuff, you know, where you get the good pizza, but mm -hmm. they never share sexual experiences or uh, great stuff they experience with a toy or something because they don't mm -hmm. dare. But I think it would help so much. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on so their own much. if you don't share and, and it, it would be much better if, if people talked about it. I'm aware of the fact, though, that it's not necessarily easy, but I, I have you know being in this topic for 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 years now i've found that it's not that difficult once you take the courage and start right. you will find yeah. people are a lot more open than you think yeah and the ones who are not they will tell you immediately which <laughs> <laughs> topics you know usually <laughs> not a big deal <laughs> exactly exactly you know. yeah but I think this is a great, great sort of final, final quote to sort of dare to talk about it and break the taboo and get people be liberated from from not sharing and 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 actually see like the the positive outcome of if you do share. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially women, I think. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe all but women amongst women they don't share as much as we think and it would be right a great i thing know to start that they don't, yeah. which is really to me everything else one can share a lot about but when it comes to sex that's sort of a, a, a sort of a blank slate right it's not not a topic women usually yeah. so yeah it, it makes you vulnerable i guess but that's mm -hmm. A huge other topic. Yeah, we have we have so many more to come. I'm so excited <laughs> we started this yeah. this this sort of sharing to the community um, going forward as a as a sort of a role model in 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 that way to dare to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
Thank you so much. Um, I really, really enjoyed our conversation greatly and I hope our listeners do so too. And um, yeah, um, talk to you very soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it and thank you very much. Lovely, I had a lovely time and I really enjoyed myself and I'm looking forward to the next time then. Yeah, Thank you me so too. much. <laughs> I'll report you to another time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Thanks. Bye. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.